0: 10 years ago, I first got it, and I was like, it doesn't make any sense, the chilazon thing. Doesn't make says, I don't think the Rambam would ever have something like the chilazon. It just doesn't make any sense that the Rambam would put something like that in the halachot. If you look at the way that he says it, he says, the tchelet of the tzitzit has to be a tchelet that doesn't fade, the color doesn't fade. Right? And he says, Ketzad Osein. how do they make it? They make it by bringing a khilazon and taking the, blood, the dam of the chilazon and bringing that. He didn't say, it's a me'akev that you have to have a chivalam. He says, how did they do it? This is how they did it. advice. <inaudible> right. He's telling you the procedure. I said, oh, that makes sense. The way the Rambam has it makes so much more sense than the way everybody else understands it. Like, as if it has to be from a certain source. He's just giving you, he, he says, source. right, he's saying, is, it needs to be, retain its color and not fade but there hasn't been any right? other creature that... Well, so, so one second, right? So that's step number one. Meaning, it's not really that the chilazon is necessary for the mitzvah. It's a, That was the way that they found to do it that produced a color that didn't fade. Okay? The implication of the way the Rambam has it, if you read the halachot, I don't remember it by heart, I'm too tired to remember, but if you look, he's, the way he has it, provi- that the enough? definition of good techelet is that, that it doesn't fake. It doesn't matter if the T'chelet, what the source of T'chelet is necessarily, the way the Rambam has it, right? What was the fake T'chelet of the kala Ilan that the Gemara talks about the fake one? It was like, uh, it was uh, indigo, right? It was from the indigo plant, it faded. The, the reason why it wasn't good was because it faded. Like the genes that fade, yeah. like the indigo uh, die, right? So that, that was the distinction between dye that fades and die that doesn't fade. That was the main distinction. So if the chilazon the that we identified is really the chilazon, so great, it's the real chilazon. And even if it doesn't, so that's, so still according to the Rambam, as long as the, the, the color is machzik, you know, it, and it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't right. fade, so then what's the problem? It didn't have to be the chilazon. Any, uh, any way of producing that effect really should be good. That's number one. Number two, and here's the strongest historical argument for the chilazon that we have, Okay, we know that they were making dye from the Chilazon at the time of the Gemara. We know that they were making dye from the Chilazon, right? Now, if it was true that the Chilazon dam is not good, why does the only thing that the Gemara mentions that isn't good, the Kala'ilan, the indigo plant? It should have mentioned, oh, and also any other sea yeah. creature plant that looks like Tchelet, you also shouldn't use it. Since we know for a fact that they were using for royal blue... This khilazon Because they found a million Whatever Not You know Many 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 shells From the khilazon That they had used For making the die So why wouldn't they mention that As a potential fraudulent tzitzit Like in Masachid Menachot Where it talks about All the fraudulent tzitzit They have to buy it From an uh, approved dealer Because it might be fraudulent It might be Kala ilan And you can't tell the difference Right So why weren't they worried About the other obvious competitor Of the fake khilazon So That's why it's so strong of a proof that it's likely the, the real chilazon the chilazon we have is correct yeah, I don't understand that meaning since they the Gemara mentions you have to be a, you have to be aware of fake techelet which is made from indigo okay. meaning the dye is not really the correct dye it's not from chilazon and you can't tell in an object what it was dyed from like I can't tell just by looking at this what it was dyed from could be from anything right so if they're warning you to to be on guard for fake techelet. Yeah. They have to list all the possible fake techelet options. Why would they only mention the indigo? They should mention even stronger candidate, which is the, the, this chilazon that we have now, which produces permanent color that doesn't even fade and it uh, and, and would be a potential fake techelet. Why doesn't it mention it? Probably because it's the real techelet. That's why it doesn't mention it. Right? That's one of the arguments that they brought. that I thought was one of the most convincing arguments from the patil techelet people. But in general, they have a lot. The point is that the, the drash that mentions the chilazon, most of the qualifications are met by the chilazon they have, and the ones that aren't are because it's like an exaggeration, like it only comes every 70 years, whatever the things that it says that are obviously like, lashon guzma. I, I think it's almost certainly, like I would be willing to bet that, you know, with 99% certainty that that's the real techelet. Yeah. And even if it isn't according to the Rambam, the way the Rambam describes the techelet, he says, he, he says... Um, uh, where is Right? That's like a type of uh, indigo. Okay, and he gives other examples. Um, and he talks about how to do it. They take it, they prepare it with all kinds of other, they put all kinds of other stuff that you put in to make the eye. And then, the He's just describing how you make it. So, I mean, first he describes that you have to create the color to be like the rakia and it has to be permanent. Then he says, How do you do it? Oh, you put some aloe in the pot, you put some seed, you know, what seed? Lime. Uh, lime. Right? In the pot. You put this, you put that in the pot and you mix it and you put the, and you put the, is that me'akev? I, ta- I have to put exactly those ingredients in mix with my wool in order to dye it? Obviously not. It's just telling you a procedure of dyeing. And it says, oh, and they take the chilazon, which is a very common found uh, sea creature in the uh, in Yama melach, and they put it. In. There's nothing in I... <clears> the <throat> Okay, now I guess maybe, maybe that's where he thought it was or who knows. The point is that when he, he's describing it as it has to be a techelet that doesn't change. It's not how you make it that's me'akev. How you make it is just a procedure. And so it seems from the Rambam, and I saw that Kapach also noted this. As some people learn the Rambam that way, but I think it's a very convincing way to learn it. it doesn't really matter whether the chilazon is really the chilazon or not. What matters is that the color doesn't change, and that we know it doesn't. You can put it in cleaning many times; it doesn't change. So, and uh, more, and in addition to the fact that it's there's a lot of indications, like it meets most of the criteria that are mentioned in the Gemara for the chilazon, and also that if there was really another okay. fake. Color out there that they needed to be on guard for for fake t'chelet. Why didn't they mention this, the you know this as a fake version of t'chelet? They, because we know from uh, you know from uh, actual excavations that they were using this for t'chelet if, production. If, if it was wrong, also very expensive, which is what tchelet. the Gemara says. The Gemara says that it was very expensive. It's the wrong they wouldn't do anything. It would just be, no. no. You just say it's not T'chelet, It's possible for tchelat. Oh. So you just don't have tchelat. in the beginning, you don't need tchelat. <laughs> you don't you, need it. It's not, not ma'akev. It. It. Yeah, it's not it. No, I yeah. remember what we're talking about. We're talking about like the different opinions about tchelat, right? Or so we, started, we So
1: it started off because I was asking. I was. We were, I was talking to you about how Rambam talks about it's either seven Julio or thirteen. Right. And we were saying what what could be the different ideas of the mm-hmm. seven versus thirteen. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not anything in between. It's specifically either 7 or 13. Right, they have the two. Right, he talks about so why it. Why is you know? that? What is Khaled today made of? Of uh, this uh, uh, snail.
2: They use it. Yeah. they use no, yeah. so the Chidazon today.
1: What they think of the Chidazon. Have you
2: read uh, Herzog's. Do you know. Uh, First, the, Hertog, the chief ally? Yeah, yeah, he had one. And he wrote there was his thesis one. on it. Yeah. Like the, I don't know if it was on
0: this one, though. I think it was on the other one. Was you it? read it, though? I don't know if I read that one. I read, like, the later... The ones on this that. I don't think he was talking about this guy. I think it was on It's a one. It's a... Um, uh, I want to find where he says... He talks about it. Hold on. He talks about the tying. I not put it. I, I can't find it. Oh, because it's before, right? That's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where he talks about, he talks about how to make it, right? And you make a chulia. How many chuliot do you have as a question? Because according to the Rambam, all of them are three with the tehillet. But the question is, how many? Are you recording? Right? And so he says... Um, the, the main thing that we were talking about, I remember that we started the discussion, was that people, some people think, oh, I want T'chelet, but I want Sephardic Tzitzi. So they end up making Sephardic-looking Tzitzi with the numbers of the Sephardic... Which is weird. Right. Uh, the, ele- the, 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 11 and th- the 7, 8, 11, 13 with T'chelet. Yeah. But the whole reason for the 7, 8, 11, 13 is that we don't have T'chelet. Oh. Mm. Right? Because the whole point is how are you remembering Hashem? Hashem Right. How are you remembering Hashem without having Khilat? So you need some... Numerical significance or something to the number of twists to make it remind you of Hashem, right? Or like there's also a yud kevavke, one of the It's right? The 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 one that's a yud kevavke, right? That's another version of the same thing. Like some way to incorporate awareness of Hashem into the tzitzit. That's because because you don't have Tzitzit. How do you make the the tzitzit remind you of the the (sighs) Malchut You need the. you need something to remind you, so the blue, you don't have the blue, so you use the number of kvichot.
2: Okay, but so then what if the 13th Passover? So then this isn't right. this, this It's is only a minhaginu,
0: it's not going to be ma'akev, the mitzvah. And, right, but maybe in that case I mean, you wouldn't need the, the 10. It might, the might be better, days. but it wouldn't be ma'akev. Right, okay, it's then never going to be ma'akev. Right, so how do you tie it? What? How do how do you tie it? How do you make sure it's just one ceiling, not two? Because if you do four. Well I didn't make it myself. No, it's an mean, so hired somebody. They, like, yeah. That's what so the, 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 the string is. is about there's that. four
1: strings there, actually, right? There's four strings. Folded four over. Fold it over. So one of them is half. One of them is, so half. one of them is half. So one is only half Yes. That's how chilat's made. Yes. That's, that's how that's how Rambam, Rambam is made. That's, that's a Rambam. One. Rambam but. And then how many? So what? Oh, Alright, yeah, just for argument's sake. Why do you need to remember Hashem? You need to remember Mitzvot Hashem. Meaning so, okay, so that's what we are talking, talking. Yeah, we were so, talking there's about.
0: There's some, some religious significance here also. Thirteen strings of threes. So it's also thirty-nine, which is the thought, Which is twenty-six plus thirteen. Yeah. yeah. The way this is Right. It's it, the Rambam the Rambam's language is Lopah misheva, Mishavalo Tem Oh, so yeah. 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 this is yeah. thirteen.
2: Yeah, we made it as a number from seven to thirteen. Yeah, it it is it is also a a
0: but like the point is that the numbers are supposed to in some way or another, like the gemara goes through mm-hmm. the different who, who reasons for the different number, mm-hmm. right? I'm no, I, I'm it's, like hard. Hard. it's really hard. It's really hard. I, think so I, I A number so of hard. years ago, I know, but the, you look it up one time, you're gonna be like, well, I, they have video tutorials. Yeah, I know. I've watched. The point that. is that if you, if you, uh, if if you have, you, get, you don't have to tighten this often. I know, sometimes I do. Yeah, yeah, I do have to, I mean, to but you know, it's a, it's a. um your Recording doesn't supersede our question. It does whenever it's
1: it does. a practical question that there. What, what's wrong with answer?
0: When when you have when you have a uh, a uh, the one of the so the main the main issue is what are the different possibilities of tangentsitz right that's I remember now when we're walking to the shaliyahu we're mm-hmm. talking about that so there's three different opinions basically and we show you how to do it and you'll see all three of them some of them are some of them are uh, the the Rashi and Tosfod is like very common among Ashkenazi you see and then then you'll see the Ravad version and you see the Rambam version right so the Rambam version is of the four strings, you, you fold over the strings in the kana. Half of a string is blue, according to the Ravah. Not more oh, than half. Oh, he writes that? Yeah. Actually. That's what he says to do. The Ravah is the entire blue string, and then the Tosfat and Rashi have not two and two. Together. Why not? I know. There's a
1: There'll There's two
0: color. Just okay. Which one? No. according to Ravah. Well, it depends on no, the P'til so there uh, could be one string, one whole he string. is folded over the two the, the, That's okay. the one, It's one string. Since, oh, since yeah. the source string is, a, is one, he one. says it's one. Right? But the question is, and the, if you look at really what the, what the, there's a halakha here that I had mentioned to you about the tzitzit uh, lavan, how the Rambam has that. So Basically, if a person, if a person makes lavan without, without uh, blue, which many people have, most people have, so that's okay, right? But you, you can. But the the Mishnah says, "Lavan is not ma'akev the Tchelet, and Tchelet is not ma'akev the lavan." But when the Rambam actually applies that halacha maaseh, he has a very weird double standard because he says, "Atcheilet enameh akhevet the talavan" means that if you don't have any Tchelet at all, your mitzvah is fine, okay. But on the other hand, he says, "Atcheilet enameh talavan." What does it mean? Right, that's the simple meaning. However, what does it mean that l'avan is not like it? Oh, I said already. Right. Why is it different? Right? In, the, in the case of the in the case of the white string, you can, you can have the white string without the blue string above. But When it's a blue. Right when when it says the white is not ma'akev, the blue meaning the blue is not dependent on the white. it says that's when you had both of them, and the white got cut all the way to the kanaf, all the way to the to the baguette. and you just have I guess the, the knot there. You don't have anything beyond the knot, and only blue is hanging down, which according to the Rambam would just be like one string, very little, right? So he says that's what it means. Why why isn't it not just the same? Why don't you say if you made it all blue, it's not ma'akev, the that you don't have any levan and if you, just like if you made it all Lavan, it's not my case, but you have no blue. Why is it not the same? So what you see a big chidush in how the Rambam understood the relationship between Tchelet and levan, which is that Tchelet is a qualifier of the levan, meaning the substance is actually, the, the substance of the tzitzit is the white strings. You can never have blue existing without the white because the white is the substratum for the blue. The white is, has to be there. In order for, for there to be blue. Blue can't exist without white. White can exist without blue because white is the substrate. You can have the white without any blue. But you can't have blue without any white because blue only makes sense when it's a qualifier of the white. And how do you see that in the pasul? Because if you read the pasul correctly, You should put on the tzitzit of the corner a string of blue. Meaning there's a tzitzit kanaf. And then additional to that is petil Right, so the Rambam is like very meduyak in the language of the pasuk. Even the Rabad is basically saying the same thing, except that he's saying that P'til means the entire Chut, that you have only one. Added on to the tzit is the Tchelet. That's how it gets half. That's how we get a half. Yeah, that it's only that the purpose of the... That the Tchelet is not a string in its own right. It's just a, an addition to the white. So therefore there isn't even a whole string. That's blue. It's only one half of a string that gets tied around the other ones. It's not in and of itself a substance of tzitzit that could exist by itself. Mm-hmm. So that, because now, the, and this comes down to, and then you have the Rashi and the Tospot that say, no, you have two and two. Two and two means that you have, that for every tzitzit you have one petil techedet, mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, they, they're matched. They're they're matching each other. Okay? Now, the idea of what is really the essential, what is the essence of tzitzit, is what the question, the philosophical question. According to the Rambam, the, t- the white tzitzit actually is what reminds you of the mitzvot, and what is the, the, sh- the blue reminds you of the shamayin. So through reflecting on the mitzvot Hashem, you reflect on malchut shamayin. That's the idea. In other words, the, the awareness of God starts with the awareness of the mitzvot when it comes to tzitzit. Tzitzit reminds you of the mitzvot, your obligation to God in the mitzvot, and that's what reminds you of the malchut shemayim. And then there's there's a ramban that says the opposite. It says actually the is the day. Really, tzeit is the essence that you you reflect on Hashem, and that reminds you of your obligation to keep the mitzvot. So, but there's really like a philosophical two different ways of looking at the tzitzit. The point is that it embodies. Two things. The way the Rambam has it is that there's an interconnection between you're reflecting upon the mitzvot as a whole and you're reflecting on malchut shamayim, that you're supposed to reflect on to the. But the, there's no reflecting on malchut shamayim by its without first reflecting on the system of mitzvot and your obligation. That's how you remember. It's unlike Tfilin, let's say, where you're reflecting on the Devar Hashem. That's what you're. It's supposed to remind you of the Dvar Hashem directly. Right? That's why it's, you know, it has inside Parashiot and all that. The tzitzit, the idea of tzitzit is that you're adding something to your garment. You're making an addition to the garment that reminds you that you have a higher purpose, right? that you have an obligation of mitzvot. Mm. Right? The addition to the garment, is what. that's why it has to be looped through the garment and the corners of the garment. It's an addition to the garment that, and an extension of the garment that basically reminds you when you put on your clothes that your, bod, your bodily existence has a higher purpose. But that re- makes you, that's to reflect upon the mitzvot, that that itself causes you to reflect on a Baruch Hu, that's the idea. Through thinking about the mitzvot, you reflect on it. And that's, that connected to what we're talking about in the Ralbag. I think. As the Ralbag was saying, that when you see the wisdom of God in the mitzvot, that's how you, that's one of the ways that we come to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That, that's interesting.
2: Also the support the thing later Same St. he mentions, when you purchase the felot you have to make sure it comes from a trustworthy person,
0: and if it's not, you have to test it, you know, put mm-hmm. it, test it out and make sure it's permanent. It right. Mention. That's what you're, Right, you're right. Mean, What's considered permanent? Just, what if no there mention. could be some other synthetic value? He would have mentioned chilazon if it was... Right, uh, right. if there was something else also that, that could be permanent that is invalid, you should also mention that, permanent then it would be a good test. i permanent blue ink on Amazon. Yeah. I don't know if it's that. They probably have better blue ink than Should we plug
1: Mishkan Atchilet so we get the
0: do a bulk order.
2: What does it mean? No, no, no. I take something about Kev the Mitzvah. Food wise, uh, order. If they want to yeah. ask it that question, it means the you, can't you can't. Tell the the how long right. did they, they take for 10 times? I'm going to say not something food. like. What kind of thing it is? A uh, uh, New Year's final. Uh, the Tilatia Diamonds. We're not busy on Saturday. Saturday night, yeah. Not good for New Getting a certain utility out of our Tbilat in that case. What's effective whether I've washed before or I haven't? Are the for the recording I mean that our understanding I'll use that example we were that's we're how I've always, always I've never been it's able, it's able to I understand to, I want to hear Jordan they're busy Saturday nights so the busy. idea of something when for trying to to get out of the framework of uh, Shemayim points when something is me'akev or not me'akev mm-hmm. the fulfillment of the mitzvah right so how does an if I've if I've, uh, I've engaged in tefillah, I've contemplated certain ideas. My my uh, a priori washing of hands has that effect. The act you're that
0: saying, I've just done, that's just transpired. You're saying uh, uh, separating it. You're kind of asking a uh, in a broader question than what you're really asking, which is in general, if what happens when you have a religious. Action that you have an experience, let's say that's meaningful, but the mitzvah halachically isn't valid let's say.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? right, so my assumption is that anytime something is ma'akev that means that there's an element of The the mitzvah that is that's incomplete because you didn't you weren't attentive to a certain detail so let's say in the case of of, uh, of tefillah why do you have to do Nitilati Dayim before tefillah? What's the reason? First you have to start with that. What's the relationship between Nitilati Daim and Tfilah?
2: Different ideas. What is in. I heard one recently. I never thought of it before. Uh it puts us in the framework of like the Kohen before his albada.
0: Yeah. That's, a, that's another case where you see that the, the, if the Kohen doesn't do the Tadadayim from the Kiorba before that, well, that's also possible, right? So there's some, in the, uh, in, when a person washes their hands in preparation for the action, they're, they're showing that this involvement is something distinct from my mundane activities, right? You're washing your hands of what you were doing before. It's obviously symbolic, the cleansing of the hands, in a certain sense. If the hands are not dirty, but it indicates that you're making a break with whatever your involvements were before in order to engage in a some activity that demands greater preparation right greater readiness and that's why you're washing up in advance. So the washing is a has a mental you know aspect to it meaning that it's the idea that it's trying to drive home is that your awareness of the uh, is that your way of relating to the tefillah cannot be a mundane type of relating to the tefillah, but it has to be as an activity that is uh, on a different level. It's an abodat Hashem. So it's lacking in the aspect of kibbutz shamayim that's that's embedded in tefillah if you didn't wash your hands before because it's as if it was just continuous with your mundane activity, just like if a kohen comes in, and he serves without changing into big day kehona. Uh you know, or or he engages in Navada without Natilatia without the uh Rukhitzat Yadaim in that case. Not called Natilatiadaim but Rhikitzat Yadaim yes do Yadaim the Raglaim because it's feeder bear. And according to the Rambam, he also did do Rachitat Raglaim for Shacharit also, but nobody does that today. Um but the but the idea is that it demonstrates that that what you're about to engage in is something of not of ordinary activity, not a mundane activity, but an activity that is, uh, you know, of a higher nature. So even though you might have had a very meaningful tefillah, there was something missing from the, gra- the gravity that you attach to that process that, you know, it makes it So That doesn't mean that whatever insight you had during your tefillah that doesn't count because it's, you know, it's like if a person learns Torah without saying, uh, They're not supposed to do that. But what, is what they learned now they don't know it because they yeah, because they didn't say berachot torah no they, they know it but they didn't do berachot torah there's a there's something lacking they didn't enter into learning torah with the proper attitude and so uh, the, this sense that you're engaged in an avodah Hashem when you're doing tefillah is considered a necessary precondition to be able to approach God in tefillah. If that's you know?
1: the case, shouldn't we really need to do berachot
0: torah? Each time we learn. That's why? a big discussion on the Rishonim we'll talk about that. You know, because they say why is it that we don't do it every time we do Yeah. And they say that uh, that really we would but since a Jew it, the, the, the classic answer that they gave really really practically we should. <clears throat> All the Rishonim ask but the, the, the answer that they basically give I like this answer it's a very beautiful answer it's a little it sounds like a drash but it's actually brought by the Rishonim as a real answer. That any other thing we do, we're just waiting to get back to our learning all the time. We never may see that from the from the Talmud Yeah, but it's. not. We not always not want to true. come back. to <laughs> We it's always. Not, want, exactly I knew you were going to say the It's, it's it, not but, honest. You didn't say that. It, it's,
1: it's, uh, it's true for the Rishonim. I mean, it's a very beautiful idea. It's very beautiful. It's a very beautiful idea. They're that saying that that's how our life should be. That's how it should be. Look, if a person goes to
0: sleep, let's say. The, so then, that, really at the seen, uh, they should they should they should do yeah. the brach of again, right? And definitely, if they sleep a shit. we always willing to al- go
1: back to learning Torah. Even the though the mitzvah is not have, to do, we have to leave on our our, our feeling for the least amount of time because we we can't. Oh. can't, can't this really a,
0: can can, you, give can you elaborate a little more, like on the? It would be like look like like when you why do you say another b'chanan mitzvah because you're totally out of that mitzvah, yeah? Because right? you're totally out of it and now you're coming back to it is that, that right. That hypoth- Right. It's not just hasekhdad. That's you, you you concluded the mitzvah. That's why if you go into the bathroom, you, you take off your tefilah yeah. and another b'cham, because you can't wear the tefilah in the bath. Right. So you, you broke with the mitzvah. You're doing it again. It's a new mitzvah. So when you do, when you're, the idea is that you're never out of the realm of uh, of learning to. It's always something, ever present, even when they're doing other things. They're, they're never disconnected from the from the mm-hmm. ligno torah. It, it might not be true for uh, every Yeah, because there's de the in the bathroom and <laughs> what you have to do. That's what they say. Really? You're never out of connection. It's out of de retorah. torah is always something that's a reality for us. Yeah, but you can't you do de torah in the bathroom. Huh? You can't do de torah. But there, right you point. can laugh. Frishman, not story. You could say, oh, this is that sort Can you speak a
1: little
0: bit about like... But seriously, though? It is a little bit of a drusy answer, and I think, like, really hypothetically, every time a person will learn it, but the, it's on the mitzvah of talmud Torah. I think the way the Rambam, the way the Rambam it—that's right? the way that I think the Ran says that the thing about its continuous, uh, the continuous learning, or the or Rebbeinu Yonah brings it. The Rebbeinu Yonah brings it. I think uh, the thing about the, the always going back to our learning. And, but I've seen it in a few Rishonim that they had the same idea. The Rambam just has it as it's basically like the unit of the day's learning. Every day, you call Yom, a person is Chayav to say these brachot, on the Talmud Torah of the day. So since there's one mitzvah of Talmud Torah, right, there's one, it's not like. Each action that you do is separate from all of them, but there's the limutra of the entire day, it's and it, it's, it's, con- it's a continuous obligation on the person, even if it's not there. Con- see the, the way that the other rishonim says that it's always your your yearning is continuous, but another way it says it's one obligation, it's the day's learning. So that unit of the day's learning is said the b'cham, you know. So that 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 seems to be more like realistic. But the uh, the idea is that if a in uh, that when you, when you approach tefillah, you have to approach it as a real avodat Hashem. Otherwise, there's something lacking in the way you're approaching the tefillah. So therefore, even if the tefillah might be meaningful in a subjective way, it's lacking the avodat Hashem element. It wasn't really an avodat Hashem completely. And when they say it's ma'akev, that means that there was something that... Just like if you did it in a dirty uh, place or something like that. So you did it in a condition where you wouldn't honor God in a place that has excrement in it. Right? So even though your inner reflection might be a beautiful inner reflection, but the, the way the action was done didn't reflect, didn't express the idea that it was an avodat Hashem because you wouldn't engage in a real kavod to the Borei a in a condition that was discussed. And the question on that would be, what if I thought that it was a Makom Naki,
2: but... Behind me there was a... Yeah, well, that's, the, the Halakha talks
0: about, the, well, it was a place where you really should have checked, so you're negligent. Meaning, if you were... Ne- the Halachot makes sense. Meaning, like If you were negligent, if it was a place where you should have assumed that and you were negligent and all that, so then you really lacked in your... Uh, in the kavod aspect you should, of the tefillah. should have prepared that. Meaning, right, there's two elements in, in tefillah, is what you see. There's the internal growth element, but it's an internal growth... In the, what is tefillah? Tefillah is Amidah Hashem. How am I growing in tefillah? I'm growing in tefillah because I am Omed Lefnei Hashem. I, that's a type of kavod that I'm giving to God. Right? It says yisrael. You have to dress properly and carry yourself properly when you approach tefillah. You're coming, preparing yourself to stand before God. There's a sense of the transcendence and greatness of God. You're honoring God and you're reflecting upon your own existence in light of the greatness of God's existence and in light of the God's majesty and malchut, you're looking at yourself from that perspective and measuring and assessing yourself from that perspective. But the kavod shamayim part is the, is the foundation. Without that, even, even what's ma'akev of all the bachot, the kavanah, the first baha, which is just praising God, that's the foundation. So that's why when you don't have that element, you don't have a, a tefillah that's really an avodat t'shashem. You have a tefillah that might be a person of like a self-help. Yeah, but it's not. It, it lacks in that element.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, going back to the tzitzit real quick Why why is the, the mitzvah Really on the baget It's not many is, is the mitzvah to wear tzitzit Or it's to make
0: tzitzit on a baget That has a kind of <clears throat> You're only really obligated to tzitzit When you're wearing the baget That's the thing you're, There's no chiyuv to wear tzitzit right. There's a chiyuv that you can't right. wear A four-cornered garment That doesn't have tzitzit If you're going to wear it You have to put it Yeah. That's how it's formed You have to put tzitzit on the That you're not going Yes. There is an opinion like that in the Gemara. It's a klai it's, it's a in the Gemara. There's an opinion that klai which means that though. my garments have to have this insignia of the tzitzit. The way my the same way my house has to have a mezuzah. Yeah. Right. I might even if I'm a and, and there. The text seems I'm, to be right. sympathetic to because
1: v'asul
0: right. achem th- Right. Yeah. let say big dehem means this thing that I'm wearing. But yeah. Or but the wear other wear. pasuk says, Al-Rabah for Fisutcha Asher T'chaseba. So they, you know, that's the other, the other on, on the four corners of the ground, that you wear. That you would wear. Asher T'chaseba. Yeah, you're, okay, so we're both doing a, it's like a Gemara, where the, you know <laughs> you are each taking the pasuk and, <clears throat> and learning it the way that you want. Wrong no, way. it's a machloket. it's a makhluket in the Gemara. It's in a machloket we show him also. Whether klei kufsah ha'evin b'tzitira. But I just want you to understand the idea. Forget about yeah, that. yeah. Right, the idea is is the mitzvah in just like my home has a zechira of the uh, uh, of the uh, you know of 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 Hashem and the mizvah So to my 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 gadim, my gadim have to have this feature that they have this uh, tzitzit that reflects my mission and my. Uh, you know and my identity as a member of mamlaket qanin Vigoy is like my big day right that i wear which by the way tkhila is in the big day too it's that definitely connected right is so is it that my gadim have to have that whether or not i wear them but it's a, it's a, it's like something in the baggage just like if i have a room in my house i don't ever never go in that room but it's a, it's a room in my in, in my room in my house so it has to have the mizuzah So, is it like that or no? It's it's a mitzvah. When I wear a beged I I have to utilize it as a vehicle of reminding myself of the, uh, it's in the wearing of the beged. When I'm wearing a beged, what does the beged do? A beged, first of all, protects my body, but even more importantly, expresses my identity. What is my identity that I'm expressing in the Levishat the beged, right? I'm expressing an identity so one is relating to the bigot as, as basically a rechush, like my property. Since I have Begadim, and Begadim have this meaning, so whether I wear it or not, it has to have the tzitzit because a, a bigot is something which is, which is a, a fashion statement, so whether I'm going to wear it or not, it has, to have the, it has to have this on it. Or no, when I wear it, since a bigot is something that expresses who I am and what I am and, and how I see myself, which you know, so so therefore it has to have these tzitzit that are that uh, focus me on who I really am and what's really truly reality, not my imaginary sense of who I am or my purpose, but the real sense.
1: Yeah. So so it it kind of strengthens the question though. Why is the mitzvah not on the person to wear tzitzit? Because <laughs> I mean, you, what what it seems like, given all that, is that. Really, there's something about wearing a cornered garment that you might forget these. That, that uh, you might forget Hashem, because it's really about when you wear a cornered garment. Right. right, So it's very, it's a very interesting, very particular. Yeah, it's very particular. Yeah. Like, what is it about a cornered Basically. garment specifically that you need to remember Hashem? You should, maybe it would make sense if you said you have a mitzvah to wear tzitzit because you're going to forget Hashem. I can only saying. give a wild guess
0: about it. I'm not sure. Okay. I give a wild guess. My wild guess is that the nature of... that. See, the Torah doesn't seize on every example to express an idea. So let's say, for example, it wants to teach you to distinguish between plant and animal. Not to reduce all different species and different types of things to one... Whatever, to my utility, but to recognize natural order, right? So the is. do Don't uh, blend... Plant an animal together, right? Yeah. But it only chooses two examples. What about everything else? Yeah. yeah. What about everything else? You could or, do it with cotton. Right. Well, Don't I'm cook it. Right. Good. Could have been anything. I'm saying. I'm saying cotton wouldn't <laughs> it Doesn't it. say that, right? Yeah. So it chooses one example to send an idea. So the Torah is telling you. I'm not going to tell you every you where it has to be like this, but a beged that surrounds you, it has four corners. Okay. So there's an opportunity to, to have this message of the, uh, you know, the, uh, of the tzitzit. That beged the Torah chooses to use as a vehicle to express the idea. Okay, it's not, because the way the Torah works, chukim. That's a, that's what a chok is really. I Meaning, in a chok, the uh, the purpose or the time of the mitzvah doesn't necessitate the form of the mitzvah. Right. It's it, yeah. the, right. The chok is that God designates a specific vehicle for expressing an idea. It could have been a different vehicle. Right. We talked about this yeah. the other day. Right. So it, it didn't have to be that we don't eat matzah. On, uh, on, on Pesach to show the idea of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. It could be something else. It could have chosen some other detail. Uh, we could have run around with uh, bags on our shoulders, uh, you know, instead, or something like that. Why does it choose um, this particular form? Well, we don't, let's, there's reason, yeah. but the point is that any chok, the form is not necessitated by the function or the purpose. The form is ar- not arbitrary, but it's legislated, it's fixed. Right by the, it's authoritatively fixed. Mm-hmm. Right. So in the case of tzitzit, just like Hashem picks shatnez as the example of a certain idea, and picks I don't know basar bchalav to to, to send a certain message. Okay. Also picks four cornered garments because the nature of the four cornered garment is that whatever the symbol is will be on all around you. I'm just guessing that, that that might be the reason. Okay. As if to say it encompasses you. Right. So not all garments would necessarily afford that. <laughs> Opportunity to express that idea, and maybe that—maybe that's why. I can only speculate. You know?
1: That's
2: interesting. Yeah. Ron, what were you asking before? I was kind of, uh, <laughs> I was kind of just curious about. We were speaking about like how when you daven or when you enter a new, mm-hmm. then have been doing to sort of distinguish that you're moving from your whole to something else. Yeah. Yeah. If you could just like, like elaborate. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Broad question, but like, I guess, uh, how does Judaism really think about distinguishing? I know, like, for instance, like, there's common thing to, like, make fun of their mock Christianity, how they separate action from belief, mm-hmm. and, like, hold up, the- there's a holiness like, realm, and then, like, a mundane. Mundane.
0: And, like, I'm just curious, how- what would be the separating. Well, we believe that in that, too. It's, the difference is that, like, we believe that a person, we don't believe anything's wrong with taking care of physical needs or mundane activities, it's just that we believe in order to, uh, you, that one needs to understand that there's a, there are transcendent activities of,
1: of superior
0: value and there are things of lesser value. And so let's say a person goes into the, a person is allowed to be teme, let's say. allowed to be tame. You want to be Tamek? All the time you can be Tamek. But if you go into the Bet HaMikdash, you can't be that That's to send a message that there's nothing wrong with your physical existence as it is. But there's something higher. And in order to approach that something higher, you have to prepare yourself. You have to realize that certain elements of the self have to be subordinated to the higher element in order to be able to approach God. And that's true for anything. Right? Let's say a person engages in instinctual activities. Let's say... Uh, uh, whatever kind of instinctual activity, the lower element is, let's say, predominant in those activities. There's nothing wrong with those activities, but that's not the state of mind where a person then is uh, praying. Right? Like, so if, that's, why there was a, that's why Ezra was mitaken, let's say, uh, to vilah, for someone who had marital relations. Or why before, you know, before the people had to separate from their spouse for three days. The idea is, it's not that there's something bad about sexuality. In fact, what does it say after Matan Torah? Shuvu Lechem lechem. Everybody go back to your tent, which basically means, you know, resume mm-hmm. regular mm-hmm. marital activity. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's good, that's fine. Just, but that doesn't mean that you can co, that at simultaneously you can be in the mindset of the sexual activity and in the mindset of approaching God. So that's the same idea that you have to have the separation between the lev mm-hmm. and the lower part of the body. To show that there's a higher, there's a higher element to a human being, and when that's when you're approaching God, that's the part. That's the part of the self that you're approaching God with. With the with the mind and the soul, that doesn't negate the value or the goodness of the other parts. It's just recognizing that one part is the animal part. That's not the part that relates to God. The part that relates to God is the upper part. So that part should be distinguished from. Uh, and kedusha means as much as possible channeling the energy, the, the, the more base energy of the personality into the higher, you know, into the higher realms to the extent possible. Not allowing it to become an end in itself, but making it an instrument of the higher, of the higher purpose. But ultimately, like, sexuality, let's say, doesn't coexist with, in, in idolatry it does because the their connection to, and even in some, not to, not to like in some Hasidut, they were doing like weird um also, ecstatic practices that sometimes supposedly even involve, you know, certain sexual uh, behaviors. Allegedly, you know, that's what said, that's what's alleged in some in some of the early Hasidut in part of their relation relation to God through sexuality or through uh, the physical directly through the physical. But that's not the way that uh, that really it's appropriate to approach God because God is metaphysical. So not that we deny and condemn the physical part of ourselves, but we realize that that's not the way we relate to God. We relate to God through the upper, the, the higher elements of ourselves, and we have to tap into the energy in order to bolster the higher elements of the self. That's all. Christianity basically says if you want to be able to approach God, you have to cut out the, you have to you have repressed. to kill, if to kill the lower part of your, your existence, essentially. To the extent that you indulge that lower part of your existence, you're leaving God.
1: It's interesting that they don't have castration as part of like the the doctrine.
0: Well, actually, did you know that uh, that uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Augustine, the uh, the church father, like castrated himself because he said that you know he, his yetzer was too strong. I mean, that's the logical progression of yeah. everything you're saying. He did. Mm-hmm. That that would make sense. He thought it was a great, the great korban that he's giving his, right. you know, because it's such a terrible, uh, it's such a terrible. I mean, if you think that enemy. it needs to be
1: repressed, if you think that you need to subdue your, yeah, he did, he actually did drive, some of these guys the did you stuff do it. like that where they would, that's you know, how you would do it. or they
0: do other physical tortures of the body and things right. like that. Yeah, that's that was that was a common type of penance that they did. It really was. Yeah. So they, it, it did did exist in in that religion. It doesn't exist in Judaism. Well yeah. As it, well as for it, sure in,
2: not because we don't have that idea. Do you think Christians were influenced it, at all about like Moshe not having a wife? Like and he
0: Well he did have a wife. he like, separated, separated from the But he
2: separated, but like it seems that his highest and vote are somewhat tied to the fact that he doesn't he's not married. I don't I
0: don't think that was I don't think that was their basis. I think it mainly came from their theology about the that where the way that they view like where does all the sexual guilt come from in, you know, let's say Victorian society or in, you know, even western society that pre pre 21st century western society comes from christian religion there's a guilt about indulging in sexuality which is because they they feel like they've they've given in to you know something that they shouldn't have even when it's natural and it's within the context of marriage they they never feel that it's quite right they always feel some kind of a Uh, a negative because they look to an idea. you can't have a religion that has as an ideal a priest and a nun but at the same time is telling you to not use birth control and have a lot of kids it doesn't it doesn't really there's something contradictory about that and so they sense that contradiction that oh well I'm obviously not a real servant of God because the real servants of God are the people who are not having the kids there's a feeling like that whereas when whereas when you see like a rabbi has like 15 kids Like, we don't have that concept in, in Judaism at all.
2: Yeah. But a Jew would feel guilt for o- or overindulgence. Yeah, overindulgence means it's becoming a... an end in itself.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the definition of overindulgence, where it's not to either satisfy a need or achieve its ex- objective, place. right, it's stated an official objective, but it's, it's becoming an end in itself. Yeah. It yeah. has an objective, it has a, it has a place, yeah. right, when it... Mm-hmm. When it overflows beyond that place, then it becomes something that is, you know, that needs to be corrected. That's all. With many things. There's, there's lots of areas in Midot also where we're always trying to have moderation and we're always trying to have balance. Not because one or the other activity is inherently bad, but because indulging in too much of one or the other is what, what's unhealthy or, uh, you know, what's problematic. That's, that's all. Did it never bothered you that we never finished Kualit?
1: It bothers me that we don't finish
0: it. It's, everything a, that we don't finish. it's a beautiful thing to be bothered by not finishing Kohelet. It's the ultimate Kohelet <laughs> um, experience. Because yeah, that's if,
2: the whole... If, thing. if there's one book to, be, to reach some sort of conclusion, I feel
0: like that's... It. I'm honestly like fairly content even with where we
1: ended, but I, I agree that like, I want to... We should like, revisit it, it, but
0: since we already started a new book for this year, maybe next year. I was going to suggest it as one of the I'm done. topics for